Blog Talk Radio.
Hello. 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 Uh, hello. 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 Can you? Hello. <laughs> What's up? Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. Okay. Is this Stephanie? No, no, this is Mindy. Oh. Oh, no, no wonder. All right. All right, I saw your name. I saw your, uh, this is Ryan. I saw your, um, your, the question mark by your name out in the, in the queue here. Let me, uh, let me put you back on hold. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I got you. All right. <laughs> Let's see here. I hope this is the right one. Hello? <laughs> I'm like, I just hear, hello, hello, and I'm hello? like, wait, is this the right number? <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second. She was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, she uh, apparently, she she had pressed uh, she had pressed the one. I'm like, oh, I guess that's, that's you. Okay. All right. Well, I'll put you, I'll, I'll let you have the show and uh, get started. <laughs> have have right. a good show. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Hi, this is Stephanie Joe with Encounters with Stephanie Joe. Um, this show is going to be about all things paranormal. Um, I am a medium, so we're going to be talking about things like to do with mediumship, uh, psychic abilities. We're going to be talking about um, aliens, elementals, heaven, all kinds of things, Um, Sasquatch. I mean, I'm going to throw it all in there. Uh, But I thought for the first show um, that it would be a good thing for me to introduce myself, tell you a little bit about myself. And I actually did a medium reading tonight in Pittsburgh, and I thought for the second part of the show – that I could have those people come on and talk about their experience. Um, That way, me just telling you about me, and then you'll have other people's perspectives of of what I do. Um, So I have been seeing spirits since I was like one and a half. Um, They've always been around me, and my parents thought that I had all these imaginary friends, uh, but they weren't imaginary. And... I never really understood why they were always around me. It was quite terrifying as a child to have all these people around me and nobody else could see them. Um, I grew up in the church, so it wasn't really something back then in the 70s and early 80s. Paranormal wasn't out there like it is today. You didn't hear about mediums or ghost hunting or any of that. So it wasn't something that I could just go and talk about freely or even understand. And nobody around me really understood it, so they didn't know how to help me. Um, I tried to push it away for a long time and ignore it. Um, And that didn't work. (laughs) I always would sense things and see things and just know things that um, I didn't have any reason for knowing as far as I was concerned. 
Uh, and then as I got older, um, I was introduced to some people who would go to like haunted locations and, you know, I thought that was fun and awesome. So I started doing that and actually using some of my gifts and um, I decided to start a paranormal team called the Other Side Paranormal Research Society. Um, and I said a prayer and asked God for help since I got my gifts from him. I figured he could guide me. And the next day um, I was helping families and then it spiraled into traveling all over the country doing um, gallery readings and events and speaking um, going on all kinds of ghost hunts and, and really getting into my element. And truthfully, I learned what my gifts were myself. I had to just go and do it and figure it out, uh, which wasn't always easy, but I, I had a lot of guidance up there. And then I had someone come to me one time and they said, um, so you see and talk to dead people what about the ones in heaven? And I was like, well, I can talk to my people in heaven and I get messages all the time. And they were like, well, then would you try to talk to someone else's people in heaven? And I said, of course. And my one team member brought me this girl and we sat at a park across from my house and I didn't even know her name. And I started getting information and I started telling her things and people were coming through and they were showing me things that had happened to her um, that aren't common. It's like things that you would see in a movie and I was telling her these things and she was validating them and these were things she hadn't even told my team member who brought her to me so she had no clue um and i guess it had to be that extreme for the first time because they needed me to have the validation that i could actually help other people um with my gifts and with connecting to heaven and once i realized that um that's pretty much all i did um people just started coming to me and then through word of mouth and through this information that would come through to them, they would refer other people, and it it still happens to this day. Um, I kind of get lazy at times because I'm like, God will send me the people that need me, and I don't really go seeking people for readings or anything like that. I just wait, and and they bring the people to me. And if people in heaven want to talk to someone and they want them to come to me, then they find a way to get them to come to me. Um, it's pretty amazing. I met my husband through investigating, and we started investigating together, and um, we weren't together at the time, and there was just this, like, pull, and he kept telling me, like, he could do things, like, spiritually, and I'm like, yeah, right, whatever. So we were on this investigation, and, He's like, well, I'll just block the spirits off in the tunnel so they can't, you know, come through. And I'm like, yeah, right. And I walked up to where he said he did that, and it was actually blocked. And I was like, wait, who is this guy? What the hell is going on? And um, we actually connected and got together through investigating. And 
we did a lot of investigations um, all over the place um, and just continued learning. And, you know, now we're married and I'm still doing my readings and we don't get to do the investigating as much, which is kind of a bummer because it's so much fun. But <laughs> bye. You're very welcome. Um, as I said, I'm still here at the group. <laughs> so some of the girls are going to be here to talk for the second half. Um, but I figured just letting you know a little bit about me and what I do. Um, I found out through going and doing things, you know, what my abilities actually were. And so discovering that I could clear entities from people's homes and get rid of evil, um, cleanse people, places, past life regressions. Um, I learned so much about myself and my gifts, and it's just been a complete adventure, which is another thing that we like to do. My husband and I will just get in the car and we'll take a map and we'll just go to different destinations and we're always led to so many haunted places and finding so many cool things through that experience and just using the map like we have no idea where we're at where we're going um and that's kind of like how everything in my life has been it's just an adventure um and then discovering you know i never believed in sasquatch and we were in the woods and we had had some experiences and I didn't even know that they were Sasquatch because I had no experience with that. So we started watching this show and they were, you know, hunting them and, and giving us information. And I'm like, wait, we've had things like that happen. We've seen that happen. And I asked up there, I was like, hey, you know, people in heaven, are they real? And they told me they were. So, you know, I want to do a show about that and talk about our experiences and have somebody come on who has some experience with that to talk about that with us. I think that would be fun. Um, Discovering elementals and that they really exist. You know, so many things that a lot of people will hear you talk about, and they're like, oh, my gosh, that person is crazy. But, yeah, my husband was one of those people. But, you know, then come to find out that it's true and it's real. There's just such a – there's what I call the robots who go through this life and they just do – You know, they go to school, they graduate, they go to college, they get a good job, they buy a house, they have kids, and they have no awareness of the spiritual side of being here. And then there's the whole spiritual side of everything, which is in our lives every day. It's just whether or not we acknowledge it or see it or have the gifts to. Some people just don't, and they will never know. But there's just like a whole nother level of life when you realize how many other things are going on around you and not just physical life. 
that's that's a whole new discovery and you know we'll be doing shows about all kinds of things like that things that some people will tune in and they'll be like whoa like that can't be true that's just too much you know but we've learned that it is and all I can do is share that knowledge with you and it's up to you what you do with that or what you believe or what you take to heart or what helps you and ultimately that's you know what my life is dedicated to is helping people and so this is just another outlet for me for that Um, I of course will have you know some shows where I'm doing live readings and things like that Um, I want to have some of my investigators come on and talk about um, different investigations and crazy things that have happened to us you know it's it's just going to encompass pretty much everything and was trying to come up for a name for the show and I was like but it it can't be just like one thing and we're going to talk about so many different things and have so many different types of shows you know I don't want it to be just one thing so um, actually my mother-in-law came up with it and she said what about encounters with Stephanie Joe?" and I said I think that that's the one I like it and that, that covers pretty much everything. So it, we're going to be talking about so many different things. And, you know, tonight this is one aspect of what I do is the mediumship. Um, and I just wanted to have, you know, people that experienced it with me come on and tell you guys a little bit about it and what it was like for them. And, you know, I get to hear that all the time, but it's great whenever – other people can hear it and you know maybe that will open up <clears throat> open you up to something to the possibility if you are skeptical or if you don't believe you know it's always about the afterlife and and that heaven is real and that god is real and you know i'm not going to preach and i'm this isn't going to be that type of thing but for me that is 100 percent true and so i will speak about things like that because i have to tell the truth and for that is my truth it might not be yours and that's totally fine but you know maybe you will gain something from it anyway maybe it will open up some possibilities for you along this adventure. Um, I can't even see the time, so I don't even know where I'm at. But um, 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, so everything happens for a reason, and I've always been looking for an outlet. And I've done a lot of radio shows. You know, I've, I've... been asked over however many years, um, you know, to do different shows and things like that. And, you know, it's always an awesome experience and, and I just love it. And I could literally talk for years about things that have happened to me and experiences and, you know, proof and validation. And yeah, I could just go on and on and on. So, I had been thinking about doing um, like a podcast and, you know, I've been thinking about different media outlets, different ways that I could, you know, get my messages out there and that I could connect with people. And I was asked to be on a radio show and I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I did the radio show and and then I got a message after and it was like, hey, you know, 
how would you feel about doing your own? And it was just like, you know, there are no coincidences. That's something I've been thinking about. That's something I've been wanting to do. And it was just the perfect timing. So I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited to, you know, have these different shows and have guests on and talk about all this fun stuff because there, I mean, there's just so much. Um, but this tonight I thought was the perfect way because this is the mediumship part is is a huge part of who I am and what I do. And, I mean, there's a lot more, but this is like, this is me. And for you to hear me talk about it and tell you about it and then to actually hear about it from someone else's perspective, I think is pretty cool. So I was like, that'd be a great first show. And they were totally cool with it, which worked out great for me. So so I, I'm anxious to see, you know, what they say. But it was it was a fun night. A lot of things came through, a lot of information, um, a lot of tears and, you know, comfort. And, and that's ultimately what it's for. You know, some people think that, doing what I do is, you know, evil and, you know, I, whatever I've, yeah, that'll be a show in itself, but, you know, and I, you know, my reply to that has always been, if it was evil, why would it help people so much? And why would it give them the peace that they need? And why would it give them faith? And why would it give them the faith that there is, something after this if it if it was evil so anytime you know other people who have gifts you know I'm sure you've heard it you know oh you're not supposed to talk to the dead and oh that's so wrong but I was born this way I was born with this gift and the only place it could have come from is heaven and that's what it's used for to speak from heaven through me to those who need to hear it and it it helps so I just don't see how anybody could have that mindset about it. But, you know, we're going to talk about religion. We're going to talk about the Bible. We're going to talk about the truth about heaven and sinning and, you know, the people who actually go to heaven. And we're going to talk about all that kind of stuff. There will be a show just about that because um, that's going to be a long conversation. But you know it's all it's all in goodness it's all coming from love so i just don't see how that could be a bad thing but there's always those people out there and hopefully i can give them a different perspective maybe change their mind at least give them hope or faith in something cuz without that i mean how do you get through your life without any kind of faith. If if there's nothing after this, then what was it all for? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Well, that thought in and of itself is comforting to a lot of people, too, though. That you're just here, and then it's done. And yeah. You're done. That's it. Yeah, but, I mean, that's just not how it is. <laughs> no, but I, I get, just playing devil's advocate for yeah. the sake of it. yeah. It's true, but I mean, I wouldn't want things to be that way. 
if this was just like this is it, you just live and then it's total darkness and nothing after, like that would be awful. And that you know, to just extinguish each soul and each person and the, for them just to be gone, you know. I when they talk to me in heaven they're they're still the same as they were here. You know, if they were smart asses, if they were, you know, whatever their personalities are, they're still the same. They come through, you know, cursing and talking about things that they're connected to and making jokes. And, you know, that energy lives on. That's your soul carries certain traits to heaven. And there's certain things that are part of your soul. And there's certain things that you gain through this lifetime. And they kind of mix together, but they stay with you. Certain ones always stay with you. And, you know, everybody that's come through from heaven has, you know, said things and and made those connections of how they were in this lifetime. And that helps their loved ones to know that, oh, my gosh, they're still the same, you know, jerk, or they're still like this, or they're still like that, you know things that they would say that they will say through me, you know, they don't change. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that anybody would be able to deal with death without that. Like how do, how would you go through your life with loss if you didn't believe or know that they were still there, still the same, still with you? You know, another thing we'll talk about is reincarnation, which is always a fun one. Um, I can't talk about it a lot because it even boggles my mind. But, you know, what I've learned about that is is pretty amazing. So we'll talk a little bit about that on a show. You know, it's going to be quite the adventure. And, you know, pretty much anything you ever wanted to know or thought you might have known about it, you know, You'll either be like, yeah, I've always thought that, or you'll be like, man, you know, I had no idea that that was true. And I don't know, all I can hear is myself talking into my phone. I can't hear myself on the show, so (laughs) I'm like, I don't know if there's like a break or if somebody will come on and be like, hey, there's going to be a break. I have no idea. So I'm just winging it. And here shortly I'm going to have some people get on and talk, but I'm thinking there's probably some kind of break. And then maybe that. If not, I might just start that. I would just start because how would you know? Yeah, I won't know. You'll lose people over. Oh, I think there's a break. So I'm going to take a break and hear some just radio silence. Well, that was kind of happening at the beginning. I was like, should I just start talking? <laughs> it's weird when you're just talking into your phone when you, you can't even be on it all this whole time. And hear it yourself. I know. I'm on there. <laughs> I'm on there. <laughs> Do you guys want to talk about your experiences? Yeah, you will be. I'll put it on speaker and you just talk. You don't even have to say your name. You can just talk. Oh, yeah. 
about her experience, but I guess we'll kind of do it like an interview style thing. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, what were you expecting when you came here? I came in expecting nothing. I didn't know who, if anybody was going to come through, but I was hopeful for two people to come through. My mother and my grandmother. That's who I wanted to come through. First person, when you looked at me and said, was my grandmother. And it's crazy because since my mom died, my grandma, unfortunately, has been put on, like, the back burner of, like, my grief. You know, like, for a long time, she was my grief. Um, But I, you know, I cherish her. I think of her often, and I know She's gotten me through a lot of shit that, like, honestly, I probably should have died, you know, driving 10 years ago. Um, And I've always known that she's there. Like, she is, she's here. Like, I have a picture of her right where I get my wine. And every time I get it, I'm like, cheers, Graham. Like, handing my daughter off to her. Like, she is a huge part of my life. And I know that she's around. Yeah. And she was the first one through, so she obviously is still around. And I know, like, I was her favorite. Like, my dad was an only child. And it's just my sister and I, and I'm the oldest. Um, But I'm a lot like my dad. I look like my dad. Like, I'm a lot like him. And everyone knew that, like, I was her honey girl. That's what they would call me. Yeah. Like, I was clearly the favorite for whatever reason. And that's how she came through. She said, that's my baby. Yeah. So. But I did a lot more for her. Like, the second I had a driver's license, I took her to lunch. I took her to the grocery store every week. Like, I was, she used to make me um, meatloaf when I lived in college and put it in plastic bags, like individual <laughs> <laughs> And, like, soup and put it in bags. Like, she was a Polish lady. Oh, my know? God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I obviously hope my mother would come through. And it's not surprising that I had to, like, ask for her. My grandma was more of, like, an outer person. Like, hey, I'm here. My mom is more, was was more of, like, a introvert. Had a ton of friends, but, like, wouldn't have, like, this grandiose entrance. Right. You know, like, it's not surprising that I had to ask for her. Yeah. But her coming through, talking about the birds, talking about my son, it's very Do you feel like it has helped you? My husband doesn't believe any of this. 
and I've seen one other medium, and I've seen her a couple times. And her we kind of just, like, don't like talk about it. He's, like, he's very religious. But it helps me. Yeah. And I take it as, even if it's bullshit, which I don't think it is, right. but even if it is, and it makes me feel better, and it makes me think that she's here even though I know that she is. Yeah. I'm like, who cares? Right. Like, that's how I think. Like, yeah. And then you said Francis. Like, that's not like a normal name. No. And that's kind of what I was talking about earlier with, you know, what I deal with, some of the the non-believers and the people telling me that like, Oh, you know, that's evil. What you do is evil. And, you know, that's kind of the religious perspective in some cases, but you know, we'll, we'll do a show all about that and like what the truth about that is. But like I said, if it helps people and it gives them hope and faith, it just gives you like a sense of calming and like you're here and you know you're you're not you're not missing it. You're physically not here but you're not missing it. Yeah. Not missing out. Like it makes me so sad that you know, my mom's only met one of my three children. Oh yeah. Physically. Yeah. You know, and it's like and her mother died before I was born. And her mother was not ever really a part of my life. My mom never talked about her. So my goal is to not let that happen. Right. And not let her memory die with me. Like, I try and talk to her about, at least my oldest. And she, cause my oldest is a girl, and she's a lot more open. And then when my boys get older, I don't want... To just think of, like, how I think of my mother's mother as my mother's mother. Right. I don't think of her as my grandmother. Like, I want my kids to still think of her as their grandmother. Only because my mom, maybe she just, like, didn't know what to say or didn't know how to talk about. Like, it's a hard subject. Yeah, it is. Right? Like, how do you bring it up? How do you talk about something that they've never met? If that's my goal, is to still make her a part of their lives. Yeah, show them pictures, mm-hmm. tell them about her yeah. and what she was to you, mm-hmm. and, you know, she's still their grandmother. And, but, like, through things like this, I can still stay connected with her and yeah. teach that to them, and like, especially my daughter, who's five, almost five, going on 20. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but every night I say, talk to Granny and Juju and Maggie. And Juju is my husband's dad, and Maggie was our dog who recently, my dad, my parents' dog who recently died. They know Maggie. And in the morning, my daughter Anna will wake up and be like, I talked to Granny last night. And like, maybe she did. Yeah. Because I have one memory of talking to my grandma. I've had many dreams of them all. But there is one time I know my grandmother came to me in my dream. Oh, that's a great show. We love and this is before my mother died. Yeah. And I know it. Yeah. It's like that dream you'll never forget. No, yeah. their visit. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're very, very real. I know it. And you wake up and, and it's, you, it's like it actually happened. Yeah. Happened yeah. Like, we were sitting on the edge of the bed. I was sleeping. Yeah. Talking about everything that had happened since she had died. And it was like, I had a visit. 
like nobody can ever tell me otherwise. It's only happened once with my grandma. It's never happened with my mom. But I'll never forget it. And I remember telling my mom about it. She was like, it's real. I was like, right? Yeah. It seems real. It is real. Yeah. And it's like you forget your dream, right? Yeah. I didn't forget that one. No. And it's been, what, 15 years. Yeah. It's very vivid and it stays very alive for you. Yeah. I'm not surprised she was the first one to come through. Yeah. And then Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Revealing secrets, which I want. Um, I want her to. I want her to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Kira. Kira. Well, I want both of you. So I'm getting two more of the girls because there was something really funny um, that came through and it was a secret revealed (laughs) that she didn't know about. So, Hey. (laughs) Say hi to Radio Land. (laughs) Hi, Radio Land. I'm okay. I don't know how I got this. Becky gave it to me. So she was, um, we were talking about her experience with the reading, and um, I cannot, I cannot let go of your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, so accurate. Well, it's nice when a powerful, funny spirit is out there because it lets you know that we don't just pass away and we're depressed and sad and lonely. We pass on and we leave here in the way that we want to be. Yeah. And how we want to live. Yeah. Kira found out I I kissed her brother (laughs) during the reading. That was true. And unknown until today. Huge. I was like, thanks, thanks, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, for that. But it really wasn't that alarming yeah. or shocking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when he comes through mm-hmm. as like, this is me. <laughs> this is what I look like. Well, that and like, Car has kissed every single person. <laughs> so I thought shocking. Yeah. Like, it's not that so shocking. both things. But yeah. Johnny was very, very um, appearance oriented. So that was um, spot on with that. With that comment, like that, just does that mean you sometimes think about wanting to kiss me? Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. He did get upset with you about his shirt. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes, I believe that because as I was tying it into a knot, <laughs> I'm like, this doesn't feel right. This is not right. Jeez. And she was like, did you tie a shirt in a knot? Like, what? <laughs> You're like, um, yes. Yes, I did. Myron Cope t-shirt. Yeah. Double yoin. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <sighs> yeah, so he was definitely a fun one to have come through and revealing secrets. <laughs> they, they are definitely watching because he he knew that she had his shirt and he said about, a specific shirt that she like tied or something and he was very upset like he was like what the f like why would you do that and that was just uh that was a funny moment so 
a lot of the you know the readings there there are the moments where you know there's tears and you know everybody's crying but then you know there's those souls that come through that are like I said in the beginning still the same as here and they just make it fun and memorable and because of that I will never forget Johnny <laughs> and yeah, neither God. will you apparently yeah. Becky. Yeah, and, oh yeah and he yeah he definitely <laughs> likes her I didn't know Del that he liked you he was probably like hey but he saw your boyfriend or your husband I mean your boyfriend I said your bodyguard he's like I'm not saying a word <laughs> 48 shuts off <laughs> What I loved is that I specifically prayed to my dad today and to talk to him. Like I always do, like he's right next to me. And I um, specifically said, Dad, if you can come, if, you know, there's a lot of people involved. I know you're strong. Give give other people a chance to talk. We we, we actually said that to him. Like give give some other people a chance to talk because he comes through strong. He comes through hard yeah. all the time. And he just passed in December, last December. Um, but I specifically said Mom's having a lot of guilt, um, you know, and you just touched on that. You said, you know, I have to come back, like mid, someone else's, you were like, hey, I have to come back, like, he, your husband, your ex-husband's saying that you're carrying a lot of guilt, and like, it's just, it's nice that they're, like, just, I know, it's it's hard to explain, like, someone else's comfort level, like, I'm very comfortable, and I can talk to him, and I feel like he answers me, and I can talk to him, and I have that relationship, but then, for my mom, she doesn't feel that, she doesn't feel that connection, she doesn't feel that because of her grief, and because of her status, and because of her guilt, so, it, gosh, just to say, like, hey, Dad, if you can if you can come through, and that's the reason why I need you to, and then that's exactly what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, oh, that was awesome. That was that awesome. Was beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, he did interrupt me. He's like, no, wait, you have to tell her this right now. <laughs> yep. And I had to turn my attention and tell her that. Yeah. Um, not to just really add on to that, but I think it's also a beautiful thing that just to be able to touch on and whether it be almost therapeutic in a sense or, you know, talking to someone from beyond is that, you know, you're helping people that are going through their own current life situations, like with your husband yep. and and to like tap into that and to be able to do that it is a gift so truly is yeah i but, thought that was another yeah just beautiful um what i took away from it i really appreciated that for my friend yeah thank you yeah yeah yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're pretty good at that. I give them all the credit. They just use me, but it's them mm-hmm. giving the information. So I'm always like, it's them. And if I have to say anything, like, bad, like, I'm like, don't kill the messenger. But this is what this for person sure. says. Because like, I've had to, like, yell at people for things that they're doing. And I'm like, don't get mad at me. Like, and I've heard this before. This is the same message that I've heard from someone else, too. Very similar. So the, the spirit guides, like, they're looking out. They know how he can be. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that keeps coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I need to be um, just preemptive and, you know, get it. No, don't put your stress. Don't. 
you don't put that stress on yourself. Just take what you learned and let, I think, what was really ultimately going on is what the spirits are saying that they know and mm-hmm. that he really intrinsically does know and, like, he needs to. It's yeah. like with your mom, like, you guys both are holding so, so much weight on your shoulders. And, okay, I think I'm going to therapy mode. <laughs> it's true, though. Yeah. It's true. I don't feel any weight. I'm I'm very. Okay, good. You got to be tricky with him. That's all. That's and that makes sense. Yeah. It's been a long bumpy road, but now it's all yeah. It's all makes sense. They're like, how many glasses of wine did these girls have? I had none. Yeah, no, not way too not much. <laughs> Although it does intensify my readings if I drink alcohol, but really? yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it makes it like I don't know why, but it makes it harder not to say things. So like uh-huh. if I'm in a social setting and I'm getting drunk mm-hmm. and something comes through, normally I would just be like, no. But now you're like, no, but those. Yeah, <laughs> but then it's just like. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, some I had one person, we were at a holiday party, and his girlfriend was asking me all kinds of questions. So I was like, you know, we were drinking wine, they kept giving me wine, and she's asking me. So I'm giving it to her. I'm telling her what they're yeah. telling me. And he walked over, and he was like, you know, what's going on, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so I told him what they were telling me. Well... He got so pissed off that he refused to come to any more family parties if I was there. What? Yeah. And she asked me. It wasn't like, and then you come up and intervene, and yes, they're going to tell you too. Mm-hmm. But I was drunk, and he, you know, he got more than he bargained for, and he didn't like it. And, Looking out on you? Yeah. And so my... It was, it's Derek's aunt and uncle. It's one of their, like, really best, like, best friends. And his aunt and uncle were like, look, you know, she's family. Like, yeah, we're not going to not have her here. And, you know, you can't be like that. But, yeah, he got really mad. And I felt really bad. But at the same time, like, you know, and now this is on a radio show, but the guy's a jackass. Yeah. (laughs) So, like... If if you're yeah. going to come and, it, you know, if you're going to intervene with what she wanted and me helping her and, you know, then they tell you, then that's, that's on him, I think. And they're probably, some of those people are probably listening and they're going, I can't believe she's talking about this. But, well, you know, normally it's not a negative thing. But. Yeah. And I will say. Um, our, yeah, I don't think that's a negative our, thing. Yeah. We should talk about it. Yeah. Heck yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> so this is Kira. That's Kira. Um, no, I will say, though, that our last reading, um, so I've been trying to contact my cousin, and she just hasn't She hasn't come through. Like, I know she's up there, and she, I know she's okay, and she's not talking to me for some reason. And then it took, I mean, literally, I've been trying to get a hold of this girl for 10 years. And finally, our last reading, she she got her to come through, and it was amazing. And then said something very, very specific that I always think about. 
like one of my favorite memories with my cousin, not only did you get her to come through, but in the same thing about, you know, accepting the death and whatnot, um, she gave you a very specific memory that you mentioned. And it just warmed my heart that to finally hear from her and to know she's okay. And then now I talk to her every day. Yeah. So it's cool. Because once they, once they are able to come through and kind of acknowledge that, then it's easier to facilitate that conversation. Yeah. In, in communication with them on a daily basis. Like once that first thing is like, okay, there you are. Yeah. It's like the ice is broken. Yeah, the ice is broken. And yeah. now, yes, now it's much easier to talk to her. We talk Sorry, daily. I'm talking to the dog, not. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. I'm sure they can hear the dog barking. We're outside on a back patio in, in Pittsburgh, so it's not going to be quiet here. Yeah. <laughs> Are we like not Lebanon? Or are we? We're deep in the suburbs. It doesn't sound like the suburbs. No, it's well, those dollars. Except for that, like right? There's sirens now. Yeah, it kind of sounds like suburbs. I'm used to gunshots. And when we were coming here, we saw there they had this guy pulled over, and there were like three cop cars. Well, it was two guys actually. And uh, they had them out of the car, and there were people, like, standing around filming it and stuff. Yeah, so I don't know what was going on. (laughs) But I heard they're pretty lenient in Pittsburgh about that. Get on your way. Yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm thinking this might have been a little more concerning, but, like, Mm -hmm. there's, like, there's people videotaping, and I don't know if that's, you know, and I... But this is just the truth, and I'm an honest person. But I don't know if it's because it was two black males, and they're like vi- videoing. Cause they're like, "Hey, we're know, getting this on video right. camera. We'll see how the cops deal with this, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, of yeah. all that stuff yeah. that's been going on." Yeah. But, you know, there it was like three cop cars. I'm like, damn, like they really need to have backup nowadays. Like they can't even just pull somebody over with like one car. No. Oh no, they I got pulled over, back. and there was two. I'm yeah. Like. A, they usually Me. have two. And there were like four police. Why do I know that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I Kira. don't know why I Kira, know that. You, know that. Yeah. you get pulled yeah. over a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was my early 20s. I've... I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Even my husband last night was like, no, she doesn't. She always makes sure that if she drives, she leaves her car somewhere. She has someone come get her. I'm like, Yay, I am doing better. <laughs> I am doing better. <laughs> Last ticket I got, this is just a funny story. It's not paranormal, but I had, well, kind of is. For my daughter's birthday, I took her to this haunted location, and it was in Newcastle. Mm-hmm. So we go, we investigate this building. It's awesome. We have the best time ever. And so I drop her off at home, and there's this one freaking stop sign, and there's a cop that sits there all the time, and if you don't fully stop, yeah. you get pulled over. So it's like 11, <laughs> 12 o'clock at night, and I'm, I just do, I yielded yeah. and went through. Yeah. So I see cop lights behind me, and I'm like, son of a bitch. So he's like, license and registration. <laughs> so I have my medical marijuana card, oh, yeah. and I handed the cop my medical marijuana card. I did. And he looked at it, and he goes, um, now I need your license. And I'm like, wait, I gave you my license. And he goes, no, you gave me this. And I was like, oh, my God. And he goes, this is the first time I've ever seen one of these, like, in person. And I'm like, oh, shit. And of course, I only smoke, like, before bed or whatever, if at all. So 
he's like, have you been smoking? And I was like, no, like, I don't even have anything with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking, I'm going to get dragged out of the fucking car, like, use the language, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I'm going to get drug out. And, yeah. Uh, you know, he was very nice. He was laughing. And, you know, he just, he, <laughs> he's jovial. Yeah, he gave me a warning. <laughs> I told him, I said, my daughter and I were just at a haunted location investigating for her birthday. And he was like, and then you hand me your medical <laughs> marijuana card. Like, you're two for two. <laughs> but, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. That's hilarious. But he gave me a warning and yeah. he let me go. So oh. it was all good. That's that's the last oh, interaction goodness. I had with a police officer. Other than for our dog. <laughs> we should get my mom on here. And, like, she, like... Yeah, you know, she received the most important message. I know. And you gave someone, oh, you gave someone like biological yeah. closure with parents. Yeah. Like that's huge. Yeah. So I asked Sissy about it. I was like, hey, so I mean, Sissy found out who her real father was, and for her, that was. I mean, she sensed it. She always knew. But we were in there, and I, I said, how do you feel? That's big news. And then she immediately teared up, and she was like, it's it's big. You know, for me, it's big. But she always kind of knew, you know. Yeah, um, I feel like that just validated things yeah, for her. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, her sister thought the same kind of thing, and that yeah. wasn't the case. And so, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Gosh, such wonderful answers answered. Are you questioned able to it. answer something on the on the cast right now. On the cast? (laughs) On the air? (laughs) On the air? (laughs) On the cast? (laughs) On this thing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) On the pod of the air? (laughs) You can say no. (laughs) What is it? If I can answer it, I will. Okay, so the night that my brother had passed away, I felt in my stomach like this and I feel like it was like a I don't know like someone had punched me and I don't know if that was like you mean around the time that he died yeah okay like I couldn't even move I don't know if that was him telling me like something bad is happening Mm -hmm. to me right now and I am no longer like we really were that close but like yeah. almost like you look at Johnny, you look at Kira, you're like, okay, which one's better looking? And apparently he <laughs> at least at least he thinks so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, is that it just you could almost feel part? Of, well, I could feel part of myself. Yeah, in your know. in your stomach. Yeah. Because what I'm hearing is that uh, when you're in the womb, you're connected by the umbilical cord. So there's that connection with your mother mm-hmm. so your you and your brother had a very strong connection and that was like the severing of the cord between the two of you and you felt that because not that he wasn't going to be with you anymore but that yeah. his physical being was being severed okay and that's why you felt it there and that's why you felt it because there's such a it's almost like I in past lives you had to be twins because there is so much alike with the two of you and you always just had this like 
irrevocable bond. Oh, yes. Your husband, just, your, your husband just posted um, hashtag Irish twins. Yeah. <laughs> <But> they <laughs> Talking were. Talking about her and her brother. Yeah. Today. I was like, how did you know that? I don't ever talk to him about that. About how my Aunt Peggy always say, will always say that we were like Irish twins. That's your validation, then? <laughs> Thanks, well, Johnny. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Again, he's like, uh-huh. I know. He's like, if only they could see me. <laughs> your radio show would be so popular. <laughs>
I enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Everybody have a fantastic rest of your weekend and week, and I'll see you next week with Encounters with Stephanie Joe.